Hi, I'm PJ and welcome to House Daily. It's really good to be with you, whatever you're doing, whatever you've been enjoying today, or if it's the start of your day. Um, I've had a good day. I've got my hair cut, which uh, for me has just been um, a real joy. And it's one of those things that um, I was always, I, it's one of the things I quite like getting done. It's a thing I personally enjoy. It was always just, um, my head gotten so long and so it's been great and um it was just it was it was uh one of those weird new experiences again obviously things are different and the guys there were in um face shields and we were in masks and, and it was just different but also so normal um it's great to be able to chat with my barber again and just catch up and how he's been doing we finding all that and um but it was a it's been a highlight for me today um i just feel to get that little bit of normality back um and just a bit of time for for me and focus for the things that i enjoy and so um i enjoyed it and i hope you're getting your haircuts and your barbers your hairdressers aren't too upset of any own home jobs you've been doing during lockdown um but they um it was great but anyway we're continuing through the book of Meyer, looking at um rebuilding their, their story of re rebuilding the rebuild the walls but actually a huge part of it is about rebuilding their community um because they they in reflection during exile realized how far and how how wrong they went in terms of following god and so they're doing in this moment in, in their mind just recommitting themselves back to God and they've decided they're going to write a letter just affirming what they're doing and they, they put all their seals on it and this is what is written in the letter about to read. So if you've got your Bible we're in Nehemiah chapter 10 starting at verse 28. The rest of the people, priests, Levites, gatekeepers, musicians, temple servants and all who separated themselves from the neighbouring people for the sake of the law of God together with their wives and all their sons and daughters who are able to understand all these now join their fellow Israelite, the nobles, and bind themselves with a curse and an oath to follow the law of God given through Moses, the servant of God, and to obey carefully all the commands, regulations, and decrees of the Lord our God. We promise not to give our daughters in marriage to the people around us or take our daughters from our foreign sons. When the neighbouring people bring merchandise or grain to sell on the Sabbath, we will not buy from them on the Sabbath or any other holy day. Every seventh year we will forgo working the land and will cancel all the debts. We assume the responsibility for carrying out the command to give a third of a shekel each year for the service of the house of God for the bread set out on the table, for the regular grain offerings and burnt offerings, for the offerings on the Sabbath at the new moon feasts and at the appointed festivals, for the holy offerings, for sin offerings, to make atonement for Israel of all the duties of the house of our God. We, the priests, the Levites and the people, have cast lots to determine where each of our families is to bring to the house of our God at set times each year a contribution of wood to burn on the altar of the Lord our God, as it is written in the law. We also assume the responsibility for bringing to the house of the Lord each year the first fruits of our crops and of every fruit tree, as it is also written in the law that we will bring the firstborn of our son and our cattle and our heads herds and of our flocks to the house of our God, the priest ministering there. Moreover, we will bring to the storehouse of our house of our God, to the priests, to the first of our of 
our ground meal and our grain offerings or the fruit of all of our trees and of our new wine and of olive oil and we'll bring uh, we'll bring a tithe of our crops to the Levites for it is the Levites who collect the tithes in all the towns where we work. A priest decreed from Aaron is to accompany the Levites when they receive the tithes and Levites are to bring the tenth of the tithes up to the house of our God to the storerooms of the treasury the people of Israel, including the Levites, are to bring their con uh, contributions of grain, new wine and olive oil to the storerooms where the articles of the sanctuary are for the ministering priests. The gatekeepers and the musicians are also kept. We will not neglect the house of our God. Here this is their promise which they are making to one another and to God's to recommit themselves to the law which they had just spent a week reading and just recommitting themselves to. Um, and they have that nice coverall at the beginning of we commit to all laws and they pick out um, a few key things um, which they're really doubling down on in a way. It's key things which they really make focus on out of all the laws that are written. Three things that, they, that, that comment on, on marriage, comment on the Sabbath and then a lot of comment on giving. Um, it's interesting that those are the things that they decide to really focus on. If you know some of the story of Israel, they did a lot of things wrong. And in my opinion, some of the things I think they probably should have focused on, that the, the killing of one another, uh, the rebellion, the creation of idols, so many of the things you'd think maybe these are the things they really wanted to say, no, God, we're not going to do this again. But they focus on marriage, on Sabbath and on giving. Um, which is interesting and if you think about it more in some ways it makes sense because those things are really encapsulated in in two easy things that they neglected which was in essence the spiral the downfall of what they did because they ne neglected their own discipleship and they neglected worship the, the their own discipleship that the marriage and the sabbath um they intermarried with other people around which is something that god told them not to do um, and they just worked as hard as they could. They did things their own strength and they didn't listen to the law and command of God. Um, and you may think these things are, are small, um, but actually it's that focus on not allowing God to speak into our lives because part of the gospel is telling us that actually we are, we are fallen, we are flawed, we are imperfect, but God wants to make us new. Um, and in reality, it's the same things that are being spoken today. Um, around sex, around relationships, um, of things that we read in scripture, but maybe the world doesn't say, and it's, it's, we, we, we long and maybe want for the things of the world, but the fact that we're all sexually fallen, we don't get necessarily, that we're, we're told to work as hard as we can, do as much as we can, and forget about rest, do it all in our own strength. We neglect to realise actually part of what it means to be a follower of Jesus is to be formed into his likeness, to change, because what we are now is not who we're called to be. What we think now is not what we're called to think like Jesus. But the second thing is, is worship. We're called to be people that devote ourselves to, to worship to God first and foremost, and giving is such a key and important part of that, um, both then and in reality now. Um, giving those first things to God it's amazing that all these things are the first fruits, the first part of the crop, the first cattle, their first son. They're just devoting these things to God first and foremost, instead of keeping them and holding them for ourselves. 
We're focused, called to focus on God first, to worship him, give him the praise and adoration which he deserves and honours, to keep our eyes fixed on him, not on ourselves. Because that's the easy other consequence. When we hoard our money for ourselves, we want to spend money on other stuff first before maybe what God wants us to spend it on. It's becoming self-centred. And maybe the outworkings of these things are slightly different today. But I think in reality, those two real cruxes of, of the enemy are strong and true. He wants us to forget about the fact that we are fallen. and They want us to make us think that actually our own earthly, fleshly desires are good. Actually, God caused us to live in a different and new way by the Spirit. And the enemy wants us to think that actually to focus on ourselves, to be selfish, not God-centred. And so the Israelites made these decrees, pointed these things out to remind themselves of these things. And for us also, as we go into whatever's new, go into just today, this week, this year, this new season of life, actually, are we going to ensure that we, we, we focus on these things, we focus on discipleship, focus on allowing God to work and grow within us and change who we are, how we act, how we think, what we believe about certain things, believe about ourselves, and also allowing him to ensure that we're focused completely on him, not on ourselves, to give all we have, whether it's financially, in our time, in our energy, to give it back to him in whatever way he calls us to. Let me pray. God, thank you for your reminder of this and, and in the same way these are the crux of like they're so often the, the crux in us in our walk of you so god help us to just hand these things back to you to give all these things to you and help god may you speak into our lives of how you call us to live good and godly ways in each of these things and fill us your spirit to enable us to do it in your name amen Thanks for joining. Be safe, be church, keep washing your hands.